Besides that awkward insurance, I am always <laughs> so excited <laughs> for, for what we're doing today. You guys, I am actually, I'm really excited about everything that we're doing right now. I don't know when this episode's gonna come out in relation to what we just did, but we just did a Facebook Live this morning and it was so much fun. So I've just got a ton of energy already. Anyways, thank you so much if you're a part of the Facebook group. We appreciate you being there. I love seeing your faces. I recently did a Halloween costume post and I absolutely adored that post. Everybody had such great Halloween costumes. So I am really excited for today's episode. It is um, another one of the conference episodes that we are so happy that we got to be a part of. We were invited to come to the Gamma Iota Sigma 51st anniversary, no, international conference. There we go. Not 51st anniversary, 51st <laughs> international conference. And this year it was in North Carolina and we had so much fun. I enjoyed the area number one, but let me go ahead and introduce our guest for today. It is Grace Grant. Grace, thank you so much for being here. Please introduce yourself a little bit. Tell us who you are and what you do with GIS. Sure. Thank you, Dustin. It'll be hard to match your energy, but I will do my best. Uh, Grace Grant, I'm the executive director of Gamma Iota Sigma. I uh, have been with Gamma for nine years now, so it's been really fun to be a part of all of the exciting things and, and the, the conferences each year. And this one was, I think, among one of our very best that we've had to date. And I think a big reason for that was just to the point of energy. There was so much energy in the room. Everyone was so excited to be back together, to be in person. Really felt like we were kind of our, our old selves or maybe new selves out of the, the pandemic. It was really an amazing conference, oh, to be honest thank with you. you. I've, I've not been a part of too many before the pandemic, but I heard chatter on the floor, on the expo floor, that it was like the biggest expo they Yes. Seen. So I don't know if that was a true rumor or not. Was it the biggest expo since the pandemic or ever? Yeah, it was the biggest expo we've ever had. So the biggest turnout of, of industry partners, which was really awesome to see. And of course, speaks to that major need that the industry is facing with, with needing talent. And of course, they're they're finding that Gamma is the answer to that. So yeah, but it was a record year for us with almost 100 companies on the floor. Sounds like a slogan. Gamma is the answer. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> I had so much fun. I've attended the GIS event several times, but this is the first time with the podcast. We've been doing the podcast for about two years and we just had so much fun over there. I was like blown away by some of the students and I can't wait to go through some of the clips that we have for you today. So first, I want to say thank you for everything that GIS is doing because the students, I don't know if the students come to GIS that freaking awesome or if GIS makes them that freaking awesome, but they are the most incredible young adults I have ever met. You know, it's a little bit of both. We we really find that participation in Gamma to Sigma really expands their their professional development across the board. So it's that opportunity to network, to build out their network of both their peers and of industry leaders. So I think they come to us as students who, you know, they already have an interest in being a part of something. They already have an interest in the insurance industry. But once they really join the organization, they are they are improving across the board. They're improving their awareness of educational concepts of insurance. They're improving and expanding their network. 
They're improving their leadership skills. Many of these students are running their chapters of several hundred, in some cases, students. So really like they're running a small business. So a lot of those skills that they're gaining through participation in Gamma is, um, you know, really making them some of the very best talent out there. Yeah, there were a couple that I met that felt like they were better adults than I am. (laughs) We say that all the time. We think back when I was in college and I was a sophomore, I was not this focused like you are today. They're they're pretty impressive. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Let's get into that. We've got a couple of clips that I want to go through today. So we've got a lot to get done. I'm really excited. Mac, I would love for you to go ahead and cue up the first clip. So what we're going to listen to here is Josh Pasquitz and Allison Garcia. Both of them are recruiters from Highland. And I kind of, I attacked them to be perfectly honest with you. <laughs> Because I was just kind of running around like, hmm, who looks interesting to get on the podcast here? And I went into the mock interview room and there was a guy there that he, I mean, he looked like the, the perfect prey, to be honest. <laughs> I just walked in. I was like, hi, I'm Dustin. Nice to meet you. What's your name? He told me his name. I was like, great. We're doing a podcast over here and I'd love to hear about your, you know, so it was, it was really fun. I love talking to him, but we got him to come over and he brought somebody with him because I'm sure he thought I was like a weirdo or something and he didn't want to do it alone (laughs) so let's go ahead and cue up this clip and you are Uh, my name is josh pasquitz Uh, i am a recruiter with highland highland and you i'm allison garcia and i'm a talent acquisition leader with highland talent acquisition leader or recruitment leader either's good we can throw we can we can put all the titles in if you want i mean make it sound cool yeah i'm a talent (laughs) acquisition consultant there you go yeah (laughs) oh my gosh that's everything that i did in the resume reviews i was like okay can we make that sound prettier because you don't just make sandwiches yeah you're a sandwich artist so why does Highland or you guys in particular, mm-hmm. like, do y'all have to advocate to get here and just go, we're going? Or why do you guys choose to be a part of something like the Gamma Iota Sigma okay. International Conferences? Great question. We do not have to beg. sell or <laughs> beg no, or good. anything with, you know, continuing with this relationship and participating with Gamma. So we actually have a very, we have a strong partnership with Gamma Iota Sigma, not just from the recruitment side, but from the business side. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the biggest things that I see with GIS is that they've taken this conglomeration of schools and pushed out a risk management insurance curriculum to all these schools. And to see the growth of new schools coming in, I think it's upwards of 30 new programs a year, 30 new schools that have that dedicated curriculum for new students which i think is great our biggest challenge is how do we replace and this isn't unique to insurance but how do we replace the boomers the older gen xers that are coming close to retirement we still have some silent gen that's yes yes when we're talking about an aging industry, insurance is one of the agiest it is. industries. It is. Yep. And I think I just heard something not too long ago that was like for the first time, I don't want to know, I don't want to say ever because I didn't dig that much into it, but it was, it did say for the first time ever, there's five generations in yeah. the workforce. It's right amazing. Now. It's absolutely amazing. Crazy. So, okay, I love them. There was a lot more to it than that. But a couple of things we heard here, I mean, just replacing, you know, the talent that's leaving and the new talent, which is one of the things when I go to these GIS events, I'm like, how is there a talent gap? All of these students are 
freaking awesome. And there's so many of them. There's no possible way we could have a talent gap, right? Not a talent shortage. We just got to discover them. But another thing too, in all of those schools that are participating, all those amazing schools, you guys are offering, and this is one of the fun things that I love to get involved in, the resume reviews and those mock interviews that I pulled them out of. Why is that so important for GIS? Is that something you've always done? Is that something fairly new? Or why do you feel like that's so important? Because I feel like it's a really popular thing. There's like lines out the door <laughs> for those resume reviews and mock interviews. Yeah. Why is that so important at these? Yeah, days? yeah, absolutely. And that's something we've done for a handful of years now. And it year after year is something that honestly both students and recruiters love because it gives the recruiters this another opportunity to see students in a bit more of an informal setting. So they're actually having an opportunity to engage with prospective talent in a different way. So the recruiters kind of a little bit more relaxed. Right. The students are going in there knowing that they're kind of a little off. And right. So the recruiters love it. And the students love it too, because they're, you know, a lot of their participation in Gamma Sigma beyond the, you know, benefits that aren't necessarily tangible, like that network, like those soft skills is absolutely job placement. So they're joining Gamma Sigma and participating in their local chapter and coming specifically to the annual conference to look for industry connections that will lead to either an internship offer or their first full-time job offer. And we you know, see a lot of companies who are making many, many offers for both internships and full-time employment. We really want our students to feel like their participation in Gamma Sigma is valuable for their job placement. So giving them that extra opportunity to have the lens of a recruiter who looks at resumes on a daily basis and has seen thousands of resumes and has that expertise to say, mm, this isn't going to catch anyone's eye or look, you, you didn't format this correctly and recruiters are just going to toss that out the door or tell me something about your leadership skills that isn't reflected here. And let's see how we can make sure that all of your best attributes are reflected on this resume. Because oftentimes it's you get two seconds of a recruiter's glance at it. We really want it to pop. So you know, we want them to be, bring their best selves forward. So when they do the resume reviews and then they have a chance to do a mock interview with these recruiters, some of the feedback we get from students is that it helps them feel less nervous when they go onto the actual exhibit floor and they feel more prepared. They know what they should and shouldn't say and how to really put their best selves out there to get that potential internship or job opportunity. So really, it's a, a mutually beneficial offering. Yeah. So one thing that we heard while we were listening to the Highland clips is that they have been participating in GIS for a hot minute. Like they've got it down. They know what they want to do. They know where they want to go, how they want to contribute and all that kind of stuff. I happened to get in touch with a first time international conference attendee and it was Erie Insurance. So our next clip that we're going to be playing is Kevin Wright and he brought with him Megan Patterson and they are from Erie Insurance. So Mac, if we could go ahead and cue that one up. So I've got two folks here from Erie Insurance, and you are? I'm Megan Patterson. I'm a district sales manager with Erie, and I live in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Salem. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's close to October, and I super love Halloween. So when I hear the word Salem, I'm like, <laughs> and you are? Hey, I'm Kevin Ray. I'm vice president of learning and development at Erie Insurance, and I live in Erie, Pennsylvania. I hear that it's you guys' first time. It is. As an international, have you been to one of the conferences before, like one of the smaller ones, or this is like first Gamma conference ever? Yeah, 
for me, this is the first one ever. Uh, Erie has sponsored uh, and partaken in other ones, smaller ones, but this is the first international one. Yeah. This is my first international also. I've been to plenty of recruiting events and uh, career fairs, but this is this the first one for Gamma. Why did you guys decide to come this year? What was the facilitator of that? Yeah, so we knew a lot about Gamma, but we wanted to find out how we could help students find out more about careers in insurance. And also we have such a need through our company and through our independent agency force in the states that we represent. We also want to get the message out that uh, Erie is a great company. There are great opportunities. They're an amazing company. Uh, being an independent uh, agent is a great opportunity as well. And so we wanted to meet students and be able to share. And also find out how we can, uh, this is really dipping our toe in the GIS waters uh, to see how we can support the different chapters in our footprints. Awesome. I love it. What specifically do you hope to get from this experience this time? Or how are you intermingling yourself? What are you doing to intertwine? I hear you said that you were in the resume reviews earlier today, which I just love the resume reviews. I love the resume reviews too. That's one of my favorite parts of this and favorite parts of my job is to go out and meet. So I work with agents and we're always recruiting agency staff and that next generation of agents. They can't be the next generation until they dip their foot into an insurance career. And one of my favorite parts of doing the resume reviews is when the kids come in, they have no clue what they want to do. And okay, well, if you don't know what you want to do, here's a couple of different career paths or things that you can do in terms of finding a internship or going into an agency to help figure out what you really want to do. Because when I came into insurance, I had no clue. There were so many different careers here. Okay, so a lot more amazing stuff on them too, but they were really fun. And what I really liked hearing out of that was that when she gets her hands on the kids, they don't know what they want to do. But there's a lot of great companies here and they're looking for great like young professionals. And I'm actually really curious, what kind of successful pairings are you like, how successful is it when an intern is selected? Are they staying with these? I just, I want to know all the things to be honest with you. I'm just like, I want to see the stats on this. Okay. <laughs> what is your feedback on that? We heard that Highland's coming in there, recruiters. I mean, all the companies that are here, I assume are doing a lot of the, the recruiting side of things, except for us and we'll get into that. <laughs> But they're coming in and they're recruiting. What kind of pairings are they finding in the matches that they're making? And are these like career long matches? Are they just like super successful and they just launch these kids' careers? What is happening after the GIS events for these pairings? Yeah, that's a great question. And I could give you all kinds of data from our recruiting survey in terms of what does success look like after you know an internship has happened and what is the conversion ratio? Some of that is inherently very difficult to track because you're relying on alumni at that point to report information, which doesn't always exist. And actually, recently, we're looking into gathering data specifically from companies to track our Gamma students there on our behalf, which is... Seems like it might be an easier avenue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and we're it's pretty exciting because we're, we're hearing from a lot of our companies some great success stories specifically about their Gamma employees being ones, to your point, that are staying longer, that are converting from interns to full-time employees. So we're hearing a lot of great anecdotal stories, if you will, from our uh, exhibiting partners. But I think something also that really speaks to the success that these partners are having is that the, the return 
ratio of these partners coming back year after year to this event speaks for itself that they're having success. They want to come back every year and you know, they know that they're going to find the top talent at the Gamma of Sigma conference. And it's, it's not just the top talent. It's a great, diverse representation of students. So, you know, if you look at our membership base, 30% of our students are, are minority students and 11% are international students. And to the question specifically about employment, we've done a lot over the last four or five years to attract beyond your risk management students and your actuarial science students, which would have been the two primary tracks that employers would have been finding on the floors, risk management students and actuarial science students. We only had about 5% of our students who were studying something different. Those actuarial science students, by the way, they terrify me. Like I cannot <laughs> They're brilliant. talk to them. <laughs> they are brilliant. There's no question about that. Um, but now, you know, what was just only 5% of our students the initiatives we put in place, there's now 25% of our students who are studying something else. So that's finance, data analytics wow. is a big one. We have engineering students, law students, marketing students. So some of those students are coming to this conference too. And as we all know, the industry has openings across the board. So they're having a lot of success. And to give you one exciting point that we like to share is we had an employer on site offer 33 full-time offers on the floor. Whoa. Oh my gosh, like not just internships, right. full-time, we're here, you're with us, come on. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. I think it, it really does speak to that success and, and the industry is picking up on it too. They're seeing, you know, if we want good talent, we got to go to the Gamma Conference because this year alone, we had 30 new, brand new companies there who hadn't been there before, which I think is a testament to, uh, you know, their success yeah. at the conference. Absolutely. And we're going to listen to a recording. I don't know if I actually got it put in for this one, but one of the students that was there, like he's been every year of being in college. So I mean, like the return rate on these kids, I would assume is pretty high too, at least for him. He came every year and now he's dragging his brother along. <laughs> we're actually going to jump into that. You got a little ahead of me on all the different, like what kind of exposures can there be? So let's jump into uh, clip number three. We kind of know what companies are looking for. So let's hear from a couple of students. Our first clip is going to be Ben, Keg, and Will Keg. I don't want to say like Ben and Will Keg because they're two individuals and they're totally awesome. And I want to love them in together. So let's go ahead and cue that clip up. I have two young men here with me right now. And you are? Uh, I am Benjamin Keg from the University of Cincinnati. And I am actually an IT major with a minor in insurance and risk management. Interesting. We need more IT folks with a risk and insurance background in the industry. And you, sir? Uh, my name is Will Keg. I'm his older brother. I'm a double major in business analytics and insurance risk management. I'm a fourth year at the University of Cincinnati. That's a mouthful. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How, how often do you um, practice that? A lot. A no, lot. It's a, lot. a jumble. It's a jumble. Wow. And I love how you slipped in. I'm his older brother. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> How does that make you feel? I'm cool with it, honestly. He's like cool created a path for me at this point, and I'm just sort of taking my own avenue from there. I like it. I was hoping you weren't going to say I was following him. I liked the whole he's creating the path, and I'm taking my own avenue. Yeah. Why are you a partner? No, you're not a partner. Why are you a member of the student body with Gamma? So originally, my freshman you don't year. You have to be. 
I, I don't yeah, exactly. Yeah. My my freshman year, I originally had no interest in insurance. Hmm. I was just a straight business analytics major. And well, you heard the two folks before you. <laughs> yes. They didn't have any interest either, and now they're big shots. Oh, so. exactly. I was recruited into it. I have a wonderful professor at the University of Cincinnati. His name is Bob Higgins, who's a wonderful mentor to me. He came into one of my intro to business courses and recruited me straight up. Uh, it was lovely. He had people recruited me straight up. I love yeah. it. Well, it was more of like a force path. And then you recruited. Little and then I recruited Ben. Um, mm-hmm. I got heavily involved from there. It was a wonderful experience. I've had a total of eight internships so far. Uh, one with a nonprofit, two with American Modern, two with Highland, and now three with Great American, where I'm currently in that. And it's been it's been a wonderful journey. Awesome. Look at you. Ben, why did you decide to get involved with Gamma Iota Sigma? Well, as an IT major, um, there's a lot of positions in the insurance in- industry that nobody knows about as an IT major. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a really great opportunity for me to take advantage of that and try to find uh, my own path. Uh, there and try to see what opportunities are available. So what opportunities do you see as being available? I see there are a lot of positions open. Like recently, I have heard from different companies Mm -hmm. that there have been a lot of different IT positions open because a lot of people don't know about it as Mm -hmm. IT majors. They go directly to like, let's say Google or uh, Dell or companies like that directly as an IT major because that's what they think of. But they don't think of like, industry such as insurance for IT because that just doesn't correlate normally in their head. Right. So a big thing in the insurance industry is insure tech and developing all the tech that comes along with the apps that people use or the stuff that agencies use to really kind of get the most out of their data. There's so many entrants into insure tech right now that yes, in 10 years, probably not all of them are still going to be around. But the really strong ones are and having really strong IT people that not only know IT stuff, but also know insurance stuff is what's going to help that company stick around. Because if you've just got IT developers developing whatever and not knowing how that translates into the insurance industry, it's it's probably not going to hang around too much. You look like you have something to say. Oh, yeah, of course. I was just going to say insurance is just an industry. And a lot of the time people just don't realize. Just an industry. Get out. (laughs) (laughs) but but by that i mean they need everything they need everything and everyone Mm -hmm. Uh, people always think of the used car salesman greasy guy in the back he's gonna do something illicit it's not not cool stuff but we need to change that perspective okay the next clip is mary joe zimmer and leah sigson and they were also with erie insurance and the way this all just kind of happened that they came in after these young guys it, it was amazing we'll talk about it in just a moment so I am Leah Thigpen. I'm an IT supervisor. I am also the IT intern program owner, which is our primary pipeline for new to career talent. So all of our, our interns who come into the organization get an opportunity to be evaluated and get entry into our apprentice program, uh, which is our, I'll say, rapid development talent program within IT. And so it's a two to three year program where they get an opportunity to rotate to different assignments throughout the organization. So between the internships and the apprentice program, it really gets them a solid network, uh, mentors, visibility into other parts of IT. And before they really choose and settle on, what is it that I want to be when I grow up? Oh, my gosh, that's amazing. I want to be an intern now. (laughs) (laughs) I want to start over. Right? Yeah, they didn't have that for me either. (laughs) (laughs) Like we were just talking about, we didn't know what we were doing when we got in. And Aries like, we got this. Watch what happens. (laughs) Who else do I have with me? I am Mary Jo Zimmer, and I am a manager in the data program. 
Previously, as you heard from Leah, she now leads the IT intern program. Well, I handed that off to her. I took a role in the data community, and they've asked me to head up a talent management program where development of new employees is a huge concern. So what we want to do is make a rapid development program for these individuals so they can work within our enterprise and be powerful data analysts and data engineers and data scientists. Oh my gosh, it sounds like the actuarial students here are your target. <laughs> In some cases, yes, that, that would be part of our, our talent pipeline. I do take a lot of interns in as well. Um, I have somebody else that manages our intern program, but we work very closely together because that is our pipeline, is that intern program. So there was a lot there. I love, I love Will and Ben. So we heard Will say that insurance is just an industry and I tried to kick him out. I was just kidding. <laughs> but there's so much to do is what he meant. It's just an industry. There's so many other things that you can do within the insurance industry. And then Ben said he is focusing on a major in IT and he even hit on that majors in IT will focus on IT companies like Dell and Facebook or something like that. They don't think about other industries. And I think that's kind of the narrowness of you know being in college and you pick a career. It's like whenever you grow up, you're like, I want to be a doctor. You know, a lot of times when they think I want to be a doctor, they think pediatrician or a regular. There's so many other types of doctors to be. There's so many other things to do within the insurance industry or within the IT sector of that, that, you know, don't just look at the IT companies, come over here and look at insurance too. And then how coincidental was it that Mary Jo and Leah came in from Erie and they started talking about their, uh, being there to keep eyes open for IT and data interns. So I started wondering, like, what other types of uncommon focuses or uncommon career paths within the insurance industry does or can GIS expose students to? And you kind of hinted on it a little bit before. Do you have any other thoughts on that? Well, you know, I think this has hit on a, a big one, of course, with the rapid expansion of InsureTech. That is an area that we've, of course, increased our emphasis on. And by that, I mean working more closely with InsureTechs and trying to bring elements of that into educational sessions at our various conferences to ensure that our students are are aware of what's going on in that space. But really, the a lot of this falls on the industry and, and figuring out how do we share this with students. I mean, when you look at how the advancements in AI and telematics and, and the various things that we've done that have literally changed the landscape of how we evaluate claims and how we uh, view insurance, there's some really, really exciting things going on in this space that I think students, especially in IT, just don't know about. And I think if they knew more about it and were exposed to it even a little bit, they would be, their eyes would be wide open to, wow, this is a space that I can work in within the insurance industry. So that's where we really focus is what other areas can we highlight to our students and, and bring more students into both Gamma to Sigma and the industry? Another big one where we've seen growth is marketing. There's so much marketing in the insurance industry. I mean, think about insurance, you think about marketing, right? There's just so much good uh, marketing that takes place at, at 
especially the bigger insurance companies. But a lot of our students now, that number is growing within our, our membership base as well as those that are pursuing degrees in marketing who wouldn't have initially thought about going into the insurance industry. But I really think there you can take pretty much any major and find a, a career in the insurance industry. And that's what we're trying to educate our existing members on so that when they go out to recruit on campus, they're able to say to their business 101 classes, hey, you don't know what you want to do yet, or you want to go into communications, or you're really interested in uh, you know, marketing or whatever it may be. There's a space for you in the insurance industry. And it's one that's recession-proof, stable, that focuses on philanthropy, which is really important to this generation. So we're putting a lot of it on our existing student members because they're the ones who are going out and talking to their peers who aren't already interested. You know, because if we only talk to the students who already are into insurance, they already have a feel for it. They're already in the door. We got to get to those ones who aren't already uh, believers, if you will, in the industry. And, and doing that through our students, we're finding the most success there. I love that so much. That kind of leads us right into our next clip where I started asking, like, what do you say to the students here that are just maybe kind of on the edge about thinking about getting into a, a career in risk and insurance? Because I know there are statistics out there about the percentage of people that actually use their degree <laughs> in their actual career field. Right. <laughs> I have a feeling that these guys are going to be using their degrees in their actual career field, but I would be one of those statistics that does not use my undergraduate degrees <laughs> in my existing career field. So let's go ahead and start the next batch of clips. What would you say to someone thinking about a career in the risk management or insurance industry that's here at Gamma or I just think in students, like somebody that might even be thinking about a career change or a career move. I just talked to a, a young woman last week who was a former teacher and she's now three months into the industry and trying mm -hmm. to figure it all out. And it's kind of exciting. Yeah. So what would you say? to a young professional here about getting into the risk and insurance industry? Yeah, that's a great question. And I'll let Josh talk in just a second. Yeah. But I no, I was just going to say, it. I, was, <laughs> I was totally going to throw your way because you just made that transition into insurance. Yeah, I think, and I've, I've filled insurance roles before, but this is my full transition into the insurance industry. And now I don't think I ever want to leave. But like you said, I would tell them to do it. If you're considering insurance and risk management, this is probably the best time to get in because the opportunity is endless. Our president what does that opportunity look like? I, I feel like everybody hears that and they hear, well, do it. The opportunity is there. But really, well, what is the opportunity? Know, our president, Bill Pridgen, likes to tell people, think about anything, you can insure it. And so the opportunity to move into different lines of business and continue to grow what needs insured. For instance, the cyber industry right now, I mean, it's booming and be, because of the growth of cyber. So in my opinion, that's an area where, you know, 15 years ago, that wasn't even on the radar. And now there's an entirely new market that's been created mm -hmm. out of that. And it's, and so our tech team has grown. I mean, there's so many, I think, residual jobs that are affected because of that. And your opportunity to grow that business is substantial as well. And then let's start with um, the young guys. What would you say to a student here at Gamma Iota Sigma about the insurance and risk management industry if they're thinking about a career? 
whatever you don't like textbook answer of course, here. No. Like, what would you say, Will? Is it someone who's undecided or is it someone who's just looking at the actual interest? You choose. Um, if, if someone who's undecided, it's just, once again, reiterating, it's an industry. And it's okay to not know. A lot of companies are willing to move you around. You don't have to be set in stone in one department. You can try out selling in economics, selling in accounting, selling in underwriting. They want to make sure you find the best fit. I've seen people at roles, because I'm currently a great American, where they had a certain interest and they've created a position just for that interest to make sure they feel comfortable and they get the experience they want. And so don't be afraid to ask. Ask Is questions. Is all this confidence the fault of Gamma Iota Sigma? Like, did all of their mentors and everything build all this confidence that I'm getting out of you? Partially. Partially. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, I like, I'm heavily involved in a lot of different things. A uh, ton awesome. of volunteer organizations that you see. And um, I'm just glad to help out however I can. You have a ton of energy and I'm loving it. What would you say to anybody here? It's your first year here. So what, what like, you've been here for one day. What's your advice? <laughs> That's a hard thing to say because I don't know exactly uh, what I'm doing here yet. Um, <laughs> it's hard, it's hard. When I talk to people, they all seem, a lot of them seem super passionate about the industry that the ones that are involved. Like right before here, I was at lunch and I was, we were talking to uh, a, one of the company heads. She was at her table and she was just discussing different uh, parts of her department. And I just, I don't understand a lot of it just yet, but I think it's just very interesting to look at. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Just open your mind. Yeah. It's kind of what I'm hearing from you. So I don't know what I'm doing here yet. <laughs> like, I saw you giggle when that happened. I absolutely adore these two guys. And I'm so glad that I could fit that clip in here at the very end. They're so amazing. I loved his honesty. I don't know what I'm doing here yet. And truth be told, I don't know what I'm doing here yet either. <laughs> so, but I love these guys. And I just, I want to ask after everything that you've heard in terms of like, why should somebody get into this industry? And where does GIS fit into like how you're promoting everything that is about the insurance and why I love the insurance industry and everything. There's all the amazing people that are there, you know, is this what you think? You, and what you do, is this what you think GIS is here for? Is, are you, is, it, is it working? Is it happening? <laughs> I think so. But first, I want to just comment on, is it Ben, William's younger brother, that what I love about his authenticity is that we always say Gamma Sigma is a learning experience. So they're not supposed to be perfect. They're supposed to learn <laughs> through their experience at Gamma and watch the next time you interview Ben, he's going to sound like William, who's had the years of experience <laughs> and, you know, has learned along the way what to do here and how to, you know, take advantage of industry conferences. But Gamma like sets them up for success at some of the other industry conferences that they may participate in. So I actually loved his response because it really showcases that you know, they, they improve throughout their time in Gamma and they learn right. a lot. And when you graduate and you attend industry conferences, you've already been there, done that. And you know how to professionally network and how to uh, approach people you don't know anything about yet. So I loved his answer. But, you know, I think, yes, Gamma to Sigma has made some really great strides in, in just trying to improve the narrative. This industry has such a wonderful story to tell in changing people's lives, in saving lives, in protecting lives, and you know, giving back in such meaningful ways, and but also creating these very meaningful careers. I mean, when you hear people who have been in the, the industry for 30, 40 years, 
that alone, they've been in the industry for 30, 40 years because it's treated them so well, because they've been able to make this really rewarding career out of it. And that's what we're really trying to get these students to see is you can turn a, a hobby into a career in the insurance industry. And one of your questions earlier, you know, how do we get students who might be undecided is we encourage them to participate in rotational opportunities or just start an internship program. And we find that their exposure to that one opportunity does very quickly show them, yeah, this is an industry that I can use my, my major, whatever it may be, and make a career out of. So just getting them into that opportunity from, you know, for one experience and they're, they're typically sold. But yeah, I think Gamma's doing a, a good job of reaching more students through a lot of our uh, diversity focused initiatives and ensuring also that we're breaking down all barriers that students who are interested are going to be able to join through our the launch of our, our new foundation, which I can touch on um, as well, but just really excited to be able to make it available to to all students and, and attract those from all different areas. Before this meeting between us today for the podcast, I sent our CEO, William Hold, a message. I said, in your words, why are we involved in GIS? Like, I just want to hear from you. He says, we want to connect with new people coming into the industry and get them on a path of lifelong learning as soon as possible. And GIS students are choosing the risk and insurance industry. And we want to do everything we can to encourage them and support them within the industry. And oh my gosh, if that does not encompass everything about why I think we attend as a vendor as well, when we go down to the expo, I've come for the last couple of years and I've done some sessions. We've done some really amazing sessions. This time we did one with uh, Garrett Drogi and Darian Porter. And it was all about the regulation of insurance and things uh, within the metaverse using Web3 technology and all that. Amazing students there. It was really hard to get them to talk out, but I told them I wasn't going to let them out unless they started asking <laughs> questions. It's kind of funny. Um, so they got involved because I think they actually might have believed it. But I also love going down to our booth and I always feel kind of sad when they walk up. There was one year I was down at the booth, a young professional. I have to watch, <laughs> I have to watch it and not call them babies because they're just so adorable. A young professional walks up. He was so nervous. Like he was shaking his little resume was in his hand. He was shaking it. I was like, okay, I want you to go ahead and take a deep breath because we don't have any jobs to offer. <laughs> so you don't have to be nervous to see. But go ahead and tell me what you think you were going to say. Get all your nerves out, and then you're going to go out there and you're going to kill it. And that's why I love being at the booth. As I get to see them, I get to do that. But not only that, I also get to tell them about what we do at the National Alliance and how we can help them with their education while they're in school in terms of our university associates programs that we have in so many different colleges. But then that it's not just another piece of curriculum because they kind of narrowly focus in. It's another class, right? No, it leads you into this professional designation that's industry known and recognized. And that carries you outside of this college experience. Like, let me help you take the first steps into your career, but lifelong as an adult so that you can understand how these designations behind your name, all the, all the alphabet suits that people have behind their names in almost any industry <laughs> can really carry you out there. And I hope they hear it, but they're probably overwhelmed at that point. So I love being able to do that because we are creating, I love the insurance industry because there's so much to learn. I'm a learner. I'm a lifelong learner. And with designation programs like we offer, we create career long learners and I love it. And so that leads me to ask that once GIS students have graduated from college, what does their membership look like after? Like, how does GIS continue 
to improve their career after the college experience? Well, first, we are so grateful for our partnership with the National Alliance. And I think they do a great job of, you know, really partnering with us and making sure that students know who you are. Because if they are participating in your designations, in your coursework now, then you're such a step ahead of other organizations who may not do that and may not get to them until they've already graduated. So the National Alliance is a great partner of Gamma Iota Sigma. We're so grateful for that. But you know, we, we say our Gamma Iota Sigma members are, are lifelong members. The, once they join, they're a member of Gamma Iota Sigma forever. And really, we do that through our alumni council. So we have a group of alumni leaders who lead that council. And across the country, we have over 20 alumni chapters. So within various regions across the country, we have groups of alumni who come together uh, for social events, for educational events. They are ones who are reaching out to their local Gamma chapters, being willing to go speak and present on campus. We see a lot of our Gamma alum recruiting at, uh, you know, from our different companies at our events. So really, once you're a part of, of Gamma Ida Sigma, the network, you're a part of it forevermore. And I think the most effective way that carries out is through our, our alumni chapters who are very busy. They also uh, I would be remiss if I didn't say that they do a lot to give back. They support a lot of our, like our Giving Tuesday initiative, and they do a lot locally too. They'll, you'll see alumni chapters who are, you know, supporting a, the United Way or, or doing a Habitat for Humanity event. So I think some of those natural benefits that they receive as student collegiate members, they're carrying on into after they graduate through that expansive network. It just gets bigger because now that network is across an entire city and it's re reflecting many gamma chapters in the city of Chicago or the city of Dallas or Philadelphia or wherever it may be. So those alumni chapters are doing pretty big things. That's so great. Oh my gosh. I just, I want to be a part of CIS now. Like why wouldn't it there when I was around? It probably was. I just <laughs> wasn't in risk and insurance at that time. I was going to be a cop. I don't know. <laughs> So a, a kind of a, a wrap up question here. If an organization is just not hearing about GIS person, like, oh my God, I want in. How can they do that? We have a couple of different ways. One, and the most ideal way, if you're looking to partner with us for the purpose of recruiting talent is through our sustaining partners program. The National Alliance is a sustaining partner. We have various uh, segments all across the industry represented in our sustaining partners. Some who are there to recruit some who are there to share their resources and benefits with our students. But if you're looking to get in front of our students, the Sustaining Partners Program is the ideal way to do that. That gives you complimentary access to our regional conference, our leadership symposium, our annual conference, and then branding and exposure year round through newsletters, social media, and also leadership. We have an advisory council member from all of our sustaining partners uh, who serve on that entity and really help with the strategic direction of the organization. So the Sustaining Partners Program is the ideal way. We also offer event sponsorship of the regional conference and the annual conference. So if you're looking just to kind of feel it out and see what it's about, we encourage you to join the, the regional conference, which is in February. And then the exciting new thing that we're starting and launching is our the Gamma Ida Sigma Foundation, which will be a, a new and separate entity. It's really the philanthropic arm of Gamma Ida Sigma that will focus on providing mental health resources to students. It will provide professional wow. development, so study exams, um, professional headshots, professional attire, travel stipends to attend industry conferences. 
And then other, other things like chapter grants. We've had a lot of universities that we get to who don't have the funds necessary to get their students to gamma functions. And so this foundation is going to ensure that all students who are interested have the opportunity. So the industry could also support the, the foundation and be a, a partner of that really important cause as well. So those are the, the top ways and we are always open to, to new partners. Oh my gosh. And Grace, you are in the middle of it all. That's amazing. I am so thankful that we had the opportunity to attend the GIS event. I am always thankful to meet everybody. I am thankful for just being in such an industry that allows for so many wonderful students and GIS to be like leading the way for them. So thank you so much for the opportunity to just not even for the podcast to be there, but just the opportunity to be able to find something amazing like this and be able to be a part of it. And then for this year, I'm thankful for being able to have the podcast here as well. Are there any final words or any closing comments that you have before we wrap up? I don't, I don't think so. You're, you're amazing. And this, this podcast is awesome. And I just thank you for, you know, taking the time to meet with students and industry and, and really hear some of those conversations that we don't always have the time to hear. I really enjoyed listening to those clips and hearing the different perspectives and then sharing a little bit from, you know, Gamma's perspective. So thank you for the opportunity and to National Alliance, of course, for the partnership. But we are just, Gamma is in a really great position right now and, and looking to continue on this path of continued growth and, and ultimately helping to solve this talent gap that we're all focused on. So really, really exciting time. There is not going to be a talent gap. Yeah, there's not going to be a talent gap if GIS keeps turning out people like William. And I, think, I think that's <laughs> right. And, you know, the final thing I would say is the we find a lot of the more seasoned professionals tend to say that they fell into the insurance industry and it wasn't their intended path. But what we're seeing now is these students are choosing it. They're very choosing. deliberate that they want to work in insurance. And so the more that we get them into the industry, the the narrative will naturally change about this being a a really, uh, and not that the seasoned professionals don't say the same thing, but just being able to to demonstrate such a, a great industry through young talent is a really great thing. Yeah, a lot of times we do say that we fell in by accident, but we chose to stay, and then it's really hard to get out. That's right. Time. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't even know what that narrative would start to sound like because it has been a whole career thing for me to hear people say I got in by accident, and hear all the accidental stories. And just since being here at the National Alliance, my perspective has shifted from like we've got the high school curriculum too. We're literally like people are choosing to do this the same way when they're in high school, they're choosing to become teachers or choosing to right, become doctors, right. you know, those the little kids, I went into my, my uh, kindergartner school the other day, and they've got a huge poster on the wall, and like the ABCs of all the different careers. Insurance was not on there. We're going to have to change that. <laughs> but I mean, it's we're going to be on that ABC wall eventually, they're going to choose at the age of five, <laughs> when it's time to choose your career, <laughs> they're going to be an insurance. Thank you so much for being here. Doodles, everyone. Thank you. Thanks for hanging around and listening to another Awkward Conversation in Insurance. Stay tuned for new episodes from Awkward Insurance wherever you listen to your podcasts. And be sure to check out the National Alliance on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, or at scic.com. Now go forth and be awkward. Toodles.